0: Hello, today we're talking with Mark Gilbreth, founder and CEO of Liquid Space. Thanks, Mark, for taking the time for this interview. Let's jump right in. Can you tell us a bit about Liquid Space and how you merged sustainable concepts with the commercial real estate industry?
1: Happy to. First off, Liquid Space. Liquid Space is a global on demand office marketplace uh, serving dynamic startup companies and large enterprises. In simple terms, it lets companies give their employees access to a near-infinite sort of network or ecosystem, if you will, of uh, workspaces, many of those being co-working spaces around the planet that that employees can book by the hour or by the day.
0: That's wonderful. Thanks for explaining that. A single workplace may have a relatively small environmental footprint when compared to sectors such as large-scale manufacturing plants and aviation. What collective opportunities do you see arising by engaging sustainable practices in the office sector globally?
1: Yeah, when uh, when people that are switched on about sustainability or that, that have maybe growing concerns or anxieties about, you know, climate change and sustainability, you know, think about the, the sources or the causes of it, it may be more obvious that they think about their car or, or about the, the, the plane flight, which obviously, which certainly have substantial carbon footprints. But Perhaps less known is just how dramatic of a footprint exists within the commercial real estate industry. It as a category accounts for in excess of 40% of the global carbon footprint. Moreover, one of the the dirtiest or or, or least efficient categories within commercial op- commercial real estate is the office sector. And that sort of inherent inefficiency of office as a as a category, from a sustainability standpoint, is a function of the fact that companies typically, or have historically, companies have typically been forced to sign long-term leases. You know, a company erects a headquarters in a financial district of a city, or or leases an office mm-hmm. building in a location, and they'll do so for for ten plus years. And mm-hmm. in reality, in practice. The typical office or desk within a least office space is used 30% or less of the typical workday. And of course, the typical workday might be eight or 10 hours and all of the rest of the time that space, that building and all the material in it is sitting unused, sitting idle. and And then of course, that situation or that sort of inherent inefficiency of how we use office buildings grew substantially worse here over the last three years in the wake of a global pandemic that at the beginning sent every worker home, and now professionals around the world and and many, many companies around the world are embracing a much more sort of flexible approach to how they use office spaces, and the typical office building is even less utilized.
0: That's great. And that leads us to the next question. Uh, How does Liquid Space educate and encourage its corporate clients to embrace the concepts of circularity?
1: Yeah, you know, the notions of circularity, of of reuse, or of sharing of assets are, are you know, it's central to our business model. In fact, you know, from day one, our mission statement, when we launched uh, a little bit over 12 years ago in 2011, our mission statement was and remains more happy people working in better spaces, the planet smiles. And in that sort of short and somewhat metaphoric description, you know, we're, we really are aiming our business at you know, giving you know, professionals like you and I a healthier and more engaging and more personalized way to think about workplace. You know, you know, choose the space that works best for you, given your temperament, given your needs, given your life work balance, given who you want to work with and where, and choose spaces that are a better fit for you from an energetic standpoint, from a health standpoint, or a convenience or a commute standpoint. And if we if we are able to enable those things to happen, if we give choice to individuals to choose where to work, and if we can put efficient and healthy, well-located spaces in front of them, then the planet smiles. Because if you empower people to choose where they're going to work and how they work, they're going to make smart choices. We, we know that to be true. Those choices routinely mean they're choosing more convenient spaces closer to home or closer to colleagues. That itself contributes to lower travel expense and time and, and car usage or travel usage. In addition, the very spaces that we are promoting on our marketplace platform are inherently shared spaces. It's a it's a circular mm-hmm. space, if you will. Co-working spaces and flexible offices by their very nature are shared amongst multiple customers, multiple team members, multiple people are sharing a given desk or a given meeting room within a co-working environment. And so at you know, the very heart of our business and what we are promoting to, to the large companies that are looking for a new way to think about workplace, the very heart of our business is is sharing an asset. It's environmentally smart. It's economically smart.
0: That's an interesting perspective on circularity as opposed to a product having an office space and people you know, sharing the space together and having the whole system be more sustainable in that way. One last question. What excites you about Super and what would you say to business owners and leaders considering certification?
1: Well when I when I first got introduced to Super somewhat recently, you know, I, I immediately thought of it in in terms similar to lead certification around buildings. And I, I had an experience you know building a lead certified building you know 15 years ago. It was the first lead goal building in in the state of Idaho. And and I happened to, to build an office building that became, you know, the, the the location for the co-working operation that I that I launched in that very same building. And and I was inspired when I learned about LEED. I was inspired to to embrace it on its basic principles. I was a I was a a recent sort of adoptee of sustainability principles, and I wanted to I wanted to be a promoter of that. But I also saw that in the operating of a shared workspace, in this case, it was a co-working site that I was running, that the very business itself could be kind of a, an educator and a promoter of the principles of lead. I think the same opportunity exists for super within the flexible office and co-working industry. I mean, I, you know, I relate to the concept of reduced use or elimination of the use of plastics as an individual consumer and as a parent. But I also see that the industry that I'm operating within, the co-working and flexible office industry, is going to be an ideal vehicle through which super could drive greater awareness. You know, the customers of flexible office, both at an individual level and at a corporate level, because companies are becoming adopters, are very value driven and they're community minded. It's a you know shared workspace is sort of a place where people are choosing community. And so I think there's a, a really powerful sort of network effect that super can enjoy by leaning into this industry as it is, and certainly more and more large companies that are turning toward co-working as part of how their employees work themselves have had, uh, you know, recent awakenings in terms of ESG initiatives. And I think Super certainly plays well within a larger umbrella of sort of ESG and sustainability-minded thinking that, that many larger companies are adopting. So I think it's a great place for you guys to be investing time and energy.
0: That's great. Mark, thank you for your insights. It was wonderful talking to you about sustainability in the workplace. To learn more about Mark's company, visit liquidspace.com. And to learn more about Super, whose mission it is to turn off the tap on single-use plastics, visit super.ngo.